Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. So grateful that you're joining us today. We are excited to be chatting with you guys again this week. Um, we have now hit 700 downloads, which is amazing and so exciting. We just continue to grow and see new people uh, getting connected and following and stuff. It's so great to see you guys just sharing. A lot of people have been sharing uh, recently, which I think has helped us so much um, just using that Facebook and Instagram platform and different things like that have been amazing and we're so thankful. Yeah, so today we've done a couple episodes like this before. Only a couple, though. But we're doing something a little bit different, and we're going to be talking about the last two blog posts Mm -hmm. that we've put up. You haven't read them yet. You can go and read them after this, or Mm -hmm. if you want to stop this, go read that. And just a little tip here. Um, I always put the blog in the bottom of our description. Yeah. So whatever platform you're listening through, there is a link in uh, the description to find our blog. Yeah. So those two blog posts, the first one is called While We're Sitting, and then the second one is called Dead Fish. So excited. So, <laughs> uh, if you want to go read those, go read them. This will probably make a little more sense if you go if read, you read them. them. Yeah. Because uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So the theme for both of those blog posts, well, mainly for the first one, we talk about how teenagers, young adults are rapidly mm-hmm. leaving the church and leaving their faith behind yeah. with the church and how that is just becoming a detriment to our society, mm-hmm. um, that teens and young adults aren't um, staying in church, whether it's just their parents are like dragging them there so then Mm -hmm. when they get to college and they don't have to obey their parents or they're not living with their parents anymore um then it's just kind of a whatever that was like Mm -hmm. a childhood thing so I don't have to go anymore or you know it's just like that is becoming a extremely common trend Mm -hmm. in our day today and then what is dead fish about lily so dead fish is basically what we can do about that stuff Mm -hmm. because in while we're sitting i had i don't know i just had a lot of people like comment and message in different stuff and say like okay i i agree with all of this 100 percent, right on but like what do we do about this because you know like (laughs) i'm in a church i'm connected i feel like i'm doing what i can but how do I really impact young people? Because here's what they think. They think that, oh, if you're not helping as a youth group leader, and if you're not doing all of those other things, then you're not making an impact on youth or young people at all. Mm-hmm. That, oh my gosh, 
guys. Probably a pet peeve of mine. Um, that's so not true. You do not have to be in youth ministry. You don't have to be a youth pastor in order to reach young people. And quite honestly, I think that young people are more drawn to just like ordinary and nothing against like youth pastors, but kids are more drawn to ordinary people who are just trying to live it out. How do the ordinary people in the church who want to do something about this, who don't want to just sit back and watch young people walk out of the church and leave, um, because what happens in a couple of generations? What happens when all of our young people, right, every single generation, when it's not passed down, when nobody does anything about it, we're not going to have a church anymore. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some believers, yes, obviously, right? But you're not going to have generations who are seeking the Lord, who are, and I'm not saying that faith is all about a once a week church experience. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying. In fact, <laughs> go read multiple blog posts that we've done. Um, that's not what we're called to. And we are very adamant about seeing the church do things outside of the church building. Yeah. That is where it happens. But we also can't discredit what happens inside the church either. Mm-hmm. Because what we do inside the church matters, but what we do outside the church matters even more. Mm-hmm. And dead fish is also just about how we walk in victory mm-hmm. and how we are constantly incorporating that into our everyday lives right. in our social media posts, in our grocery shopping, mm-hmm. in just the way that we talk to people, the way that we respond to people. Um, because when you're living in the victory that Jesus has given you, it affects everything in your life Mm -hmm. and it makes you want to tell other people about that victory because it has completely changed your life. Mm -hmm. And this is another thing that is missing from that teen, young Mm -hmm. adult experience. That's why they're leaving the churches because they haven't lived in that victory before. They haven't seen those major God moments that have actually happened to them. Mm-hmm. They're not just, you know, they listen to the missionaries that get up once a month and give mm-hmm. you their report about what they've been doing across the Atlantic Ocean mm-hmm. and um, like they're doing cool stuff, but that could never happen to them. You know, that's just something that And I was like that for a long time, too. It was kind of like, you know, I live in America Mm -hmm. where... (laughs) That is not going to happen here. (laughs) Yeah, and where everyone's already heard about Jesus. And, you know, this is what our country was literally founded on. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you live in America, you've heard about Jesus. Not true. Not true. Not true. Uh, And even if they have heard about Jesus, they don't know Jesus. They aren't walking in that victory that we're walking in. And so this is something that me and Lily have definitely tried to seek out in starting our Bible study and starting our social media pages is to just really wake people up to that victory, but showing people what that victory looks like. You know, that's what all of our blog posts, all of our social media posts are about is how me and Lily have walked in that victory, how we want other people to walk in that victory. So we wanted to talk about that a little bit in just this Just kind of have an open conversation. Yeah, this is going to be just a regular conversation. Yeah. 
an open conversation about these things because there are so many um, different questions and thoughts that you have to think through when it comes to what do we do differently Mm -hmm. and what can we do to fix it because that's what we were looking at in Dead Fish specifically and that's how I opened the post because a lot of people have an opinion on it and very sadly when so many different people have an opinion in the church as a whole, Mm -hmm. um, it can cause a lot of arguments and uh, taking sides and just people not being nice to each other, obviously not showing love in any way, um, just because they think that their way is the only way. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. There's not just one way to fix the church. Like, there are multiple things that we could do. But because every church has their different set of problems. Exactly. It's not just one right. manufactured solution. Mm-hmm. But it all has to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, every single thing, every single opinion, every single answer, it should always come back to Jesus. Because Jesus is what, um, and you can go back to this blog post too, um, where did church go wrong? We looked at how we have gone away from Jesus and how that's affected the church mm-hmm. and how, quite honestly, it's become a consumer society where we just um, get together and it's a social gathering and we just consume um, everything we can, right? We want entertainment. We want the nice lights and fog machines and good worship <laughs> teams and pastors who tell us what we want to hear yeah. and inspire us. And then, you know what? We walk out the doors, go to lunch like nothing ever happened. And that's what we want. And that is not what Jesus has called us to. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, not what he's called the church to. And that's why people are leaving. Because young people don't see adults and people who have grown up in the church, they don't see that they want Jesus. What they see is that you come because this is what you've always done. Or you come because somebody's making you or uh, this is just what you do, right? Because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And there's no passion. There's no excitement. There's no... I mean, when was the last time that you walked into church and somebody was just, like, happy to be there? Genuinely joyful about coming to church and being a part of that. People don't do that anymore. You know, they don't just walk around church and say, like, man, I am just excited to be here. I'm excited to worship together. Like, this is good. And I feel like we had a little bit of that when everybody, well, most of the churches came back after, like, the major quarantine and stuff. I feel like we had a little bit of that where people were just like, wow, we should not take this for granted. Like, this is important. This is so needed. And just the encouragement and challenge, challenging aspect of church, it's needed. And we took that for granted. And I feel like after quarantine, we kind of got on the track, like, okay, we need to really zone in on the things that we need to do, our priorities and stuff. But after you do a couple weeks of church, it just goes on how it's always gone on. So, how can we change that? How, like, what is the solution in this, right? What is, what is something that as a whole church, no matter what your problems are, no matter what kind of people you have, no matter, um, what kind of church you go to or denomination or whatever, how can this be fixed? How can we see change in the church? 
Yeah, and I just really quickly want to make clear that we aren't pointing fingers Mm -mm. at anyone. We aren't at all saying that this is just our church or this is just one certain church that we've gone to on, like, ministry trips. None of that. Mm -mm. This is a capital C church issue. This is happening. Happening. This is happening. This is happening everywhere. So, one verse that we used in the blog post is 1 Timothy 6, 20-21, and it says, Guard what has been entrusted to you, avoiding worldly and empty chatter and the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge, Mm -hmm. which some have professed and thus gone astray from the faith. This verse, definitely a good verse, but in when it says knowledge, that's in quotation marks, like right. knowledge. False knowledge. <laughs> and that is something that I feel like is happening in a lot of churches. Mm-hmm. We're looking at different decisions as um, good decisions, and we are um, being wise about it. And mm-hmm. some of those are good decisions, you know, mm-hmm. fill in the blank for whatever pops into your head. But um, we are aren't really seeking Jesus Mm -hmm. in this stuff. And I feel like that is another reason that church is just kind of going downhill lately. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that all churches are like this, not saying that just one church is like this, but there has definitely been a decline Mm -hmm. in numbers and how many people are going to church, how many people are even Christians anymore. And that is our fault. Mm -hmm. That is our fault that people aren't uh, getting saved as much as they used to because we have lost this urgency Mm -hmm. that is supposed to have been planted in us from the time that we came to salvation. Mm -hmm. We have lost this urgency because, quite frankly, the church isn't teaching it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's teaching the motivational speakers are now our pastors Mm -hmm. and you know just leave people with some good inspiration at Mm -hmm. the end of church and then send them on their merry way we have lost this urgency as the church Mm -hmm. and as christians and this is why teens young adults even older adults are losing their enthusiasm for the church mm-hmm. is because the church doesn't have any enthusiasm. Yeah. We're just carrying on like we have for the past 50 years and nothing looks like it's really going to change anytime soon, except mm-hmm. for maybe we'll get some new instruments, get a new electric guitar so that it sounds a little more contemporary or right. get a new pastor so that just to change things up a little bit so that people kind of, um, get a new view on different things and Mm -hmm. we are constantly trying to think of this solution for the problems that we're facing of people leaving the church when the only solution is Jesus Mm -hmm. and the only solution is salvation and that is another thing that me and Lily have really been adamant on teaching um with the blog and the podcast and um all of the different platforms in our bible study is Not everyone that goes to church is actually saved. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm not saying that you need to like go up to everybody in your church and be like, do you actually know Jesus? And we actually have somebody at our church who does that sometimes. Like they'll come over to us and go, do you really think they're saved? Like, are they, should I go talk to them? And I'm like, uh, that's not what you should do. What we should be doing is looking around and really just asking, okay, how can I encourage? Who can I pray for? How can I, um, disciple them? How can Mm -hmm. I create a relationship with them so that therein lies the opportunity to share, to hear their story? Um, I love that. Like, why, why don't we ask people what their story is anymore? You know, like, why don't we really show that we care by asking them like, hey, when did you come to Christ? When, like, have you had that moment where you like really knew that you had accepted him and that you wanted to give your life to him and and serve him Mm -hmm. because i am confident that if we asked christians to share their story more to share their testimony more um that we would see more come to christ like why don't we have testimony times on sunday mornings Mm -hmm. like what the heck, guys? You know, all we have is uh, sing a couple songs, hear a pastor preach, pray, and uh, out the door we go. It There's no personal discussion. There's no, um, like, as a group, you know, like being connected in a church. Yeah. You should be sharing and, and Sunday school, you know, should be a time of really digging deeper and closer with people, right? Getting closer with them. Mm-hmm. And um and that was the point with these blog posts was that what if church looked the way that Jesus wanted it to look? And we have the manual for that. Like mm-hmm. the Bible has has given this pretty clear outline in my mind of what the church should look like. Yeah. And we read it on Sunday mornings, but we don't realize that our churches and faith and what we're teaching people, we don't really reflect what we're reading in that. You know, we our choices and the things that we're doing in church don't really reflect what we're teaching on Sunday mornings. Um, whether it be, and this is not to beat up like all pastors or whatever, there are some churches out there, you know, that are doing great, that are um, walking in it and not perfect by any means, but at least they're um, trying to really live out a biblical presentation of church mm-hmm. and uh, how we're supposed to do that. So really quickly, a verse that I wanted to share with you, which was a verse that I used in uh, Dead Fish, is First Peter three fifteen, and this is a quite common verse, but it says, "But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to give an account to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect." I love this verse because this shows us that everyone in the church, everyone who has come to salvation, um, who wants to claim that they're a Christian, then if you want to do that, then you always should be prepared to share the gospel, mm-hmm. no matter what. But it should always be done with gentleness and respect. And something that I've been noticing lately, which I think goes hand in hand with why people are leaving, um, is because they see a lot of hypocrisy in the church. Yeah. Um, I read, I will recommend this book 100% Everybody, I think, who um, wants to be hands-on and actually doing something about people leaving church, I would go ahead and read Already Gone by Ken Ham and Brett Beamer. 
It is an amazing book. They have so many stats. They have really studied this out, but they don't just leave you with that. You know, I've read a lot of books, a lot of Christian books that, you know, present a problem, present an issue, and it's like, yes, we need to be doing something, and then they don't tell you what to do. They don't, like, give you the answer, and it's really annoying. But this book does a great job of presenting the statistics and really looking at what can we even do. And young people, young people, like, I'm talking to you girls, you guys, like, Y'all who are listening to this, if you're in my Bible study group, I know that we have so many girls um, in our Bible study group that listen to the podcast weekly. We have, um, we actually do have some guys that listen, whether it be dads of the girls in our Bible study, whether it be moms or uh, just guy friends that we've talked to at churches and stuff. Um, I know that sounds weird. (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) But just people who want to do something in their youth groups. Mm-hmm. I have met so many teen girls who, and that's honestly why we created our Bible study to equip them like, hey, go into your youth group and do this too. Like, yeah. this is not just, um, you know, a Sunday morning thing. Like, you need to get in your word so that you can present it on Sunday mornings to the youth in your Sunday school class or just in church, the people that you sit with, your friends at school. This is for young people too. And honestly, I think that if the young people, and this is kind of why me and Maddie have sewn so much in to really the younger girls and trying to equip them, is because if they get it now, then they're a generation who will be raised in the church that will be passionate about Jesus. Yeah. And then future generations will come out of that who will do the same thing. And so that verse just shows us gentleness and respect. That is the way that we need to be sharing the gospel, the way that we need to be presenting faith to young people in the church and just around us in general, because Jesus is the only thing that is going to fix this. And honestly, it's got to be done his way. Yeah. It has to be done his way. It can't be our ideas, our thoughts, our whatever, and the answer is discipleship that is key because that is yet another reason that uh people are so quickly leaving the church Mm -hmm. and it's because first people aren't living out the victory that they have in jesus right so in turn the teens the young adults they don't know how to live out that victory that they have in Jesus if they even know what that victory feels like. Mm -hmm. And second, we don't have mentors and disciplers who are Mm -hmm. willing to literally live this victory out with us, Mm -hmm. alongside us, take us to do stuff with you, take us on outreaches, take Mm -hmm. us to your workplace where you are showing your co-workers Jesus through Mm -hmm. everything that you do and that is something that we want as teens and young adults we want that Mm -hmm. because I think that people often think that oh teenagers don't like listening to adults teenagers don't think that they think that adults are just silly and are too like they're spoil sports Mm -hmm. and you know, not 
They don't a think that. A lot of teens think that. Mm-hmm. I know that there are some who think that. We can't mm-hmm. speak for every teenager right. on the earth because me and Lily are definitely different, different. teenagers. Yeah. We are not typical teenagers. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, even some of the typical teenagers, they want that relationship with someone where you can feel open to talk about what you're dealing with in school because, you know, adults have gone through school. They've gone through some of that stuff Mm -hmm. and you can't really talk to your friends or other teenagers about it because they're going through it right alongside with Mm -hmm. you. They don't know what they would have done differently or they don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so teenagers... We want you adults to teach us stuff. Mm -hmm. We want you to pour into us Mm -hmm. and just, if anything, just like text that teenager that you're trying to disciple once a week and just ask them how they're doing Mm -hmm. because that's something that not a lot of people do anymore. They don't just ask the simple questions that people Mm -hmm. want you to. So this episode probably wasn't that encouraging, but how we fix this issue is through Jesus and discipleship mm-hmm. and, um, which was his way. Yes. Which absolutely like hundred percent in scripture all the time. What is Jesus's model? What is his process? That's mm-hmm. what I really looked at when I was writing these, um, two blog posts was what was Jesus's process? How did he do ministry? Because he had a successful ministry, right? It's still going thousands of years later. Um, the model that he gave us, what he taught us, um, and the different things it's still going on. So it was obviously the correct way to do it. And, um, I even said in dead fish, like, I'm not here to reinvent how we do church. I'm not here to reinvent, um, how we fix young people leaving or whatever, because everything has already been said. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we've gone wrong a lot in church. Everything has already been said. And we sit down and have our committee meetings and our elder meetings and our uh, whatever. And we're we're trying to think of, how okay, how can we do this better? How can this be done more effectively? How can this look different? Whatever. Guys, <laughs> we have to stick to Jesus's model. It has to be his way because we can't reinvent what he has done to make it better. You're not going to make Jesus better. And I don't know who needs to hear that today, but I pray that you'll hear it in love. You cannot make Jesus's ministry and his process more effective in any way. He did it the best way anybody will ever do it. And so we should follow in that example and really just disciple people, right? That's what he did. That's Mm -hmm. how he called people um, to follow him and to really step into their calling and what God had for them. So we want to encourage you all with that today. Really focus on discipleship in your everyday life. Look at how Jesus did this thing um, and just walk it out. I think Jesus, okay, I heard this Mm -hmm. somewhere. I forget where. And I don't even know how many of the disciples, how many were like this. But Jesus actually, some of the disciples were actually teenagers and young adults. Mm -hmm. Like some of the 12 were very young. young, He did not pick these 40-year-old guys who had already experienced life. Mm -hmm. He picked these young people who needed to learn how to experience Mm -hmm. life and 
learn how to deal with life, deal mm-hmm. with all the crazy stuff. Yeah. So discipleship, yeah. that's the big thing. And young people are valuable to the church, mm-hmm. very valuable to church. Um, and not just to church, but to the faith. Young people, we need them. And I don't think that adults really understand that. Yeah. Like, we need young people to step up. Um, we need leaders. We need people who will actually step into their calling and do what Jesus has for them, right? I mean, God had an only son, and what was he? A missionary. That says it all. That's what your kid should be. That's what you young people who are listening you're called to be a missionary. And obviously that looks different in your job, what you continue when you grow up, like what you're going to be, um, your career path, your everything like that, that you're called to be a missionary within that every Mm -hmm. day on mission, doing ministry, teaching people about Jesus and, and doing ministry. So that's what he's called us to. And we can't, we can't rethink his process. He Mm -hmm. has the best way. It has to be his way. Yeah. So we, this is quite a long episode, but (laughs) again, we are going to wrap up in prayer like we usually do. Mm -hmm. And we just hope that you will keep this in mind. Yeah. Uh, even after you finish this episode, just keep thinking about it. Teenagers, think of someone who you want to disciple you Mm -hmm. And go ask if that adult wants to disciple you or adults. Pray about what you can do for us teens because Mm -hmm. we need help from adults. We need help from fellow believers who have experienced more than us, who Mm -hmm. um, have experienced Jesus more than we have. And just walk in that victory that Jesus has given you because that's how you get through life Mm -hmm. um, is just through walking in that victory that Mm -hmm. we have in the Lord. Absolutely. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode. And I pray that you would help all of us, teenagers, adults, just help all of us to really be evaluating how we can just help people to see how valuable church is and how valuable outreach is and how valuable discipleship is. And pray that you would just help us to walk in the victory that you've given us and that we would show that victory to others and that they would just notice that there's something different about us and um, just guide us and protect us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. We want to thank you guys for joining us and for listening to this episode. If you've made it to this point, thank you for sticking with us. Um, Really share everything um, that the Lord has been teaching you with others. I think it all comes down to that, you know, Mm -hmm. making it personal and sharing that with others, that makes a difference in people's lives. So if you would like, please be sure to follow on whatever platform you're listening through on many different platforms. I know you can like and comment. We would love to hear your thoughts from this, uh, episode. If you have something that you would add, some thoughts or something, be sure to let us know in the comment section because we love hearing from you guys. That's probably our favorite part Mm -hmm. um, during the week, getting to see you guys, uh, what you're saying and all of that in the comment section is so cool. So thank you guys for joining us and we will talk to y'all next time. Bye guys. (laughs) 